Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. to the Wise Wednesday podcast. We are back after what seems like an age as Sunderland get through the Easter weekend without any massive disasters as previously discussed uh, on podcasts. Joining myself, Stephen Goldsworth, to discuss it. As always, Gareth Barger. Mike Sheeran. Good. King Scotty, yeah. We have a lot of, uh, lot of people commenting that's on just Mike for Matt, That's just for Matt and Tom, because they love Mike Sheeran. Um. I, well, I'm, I'm saying, you know, actually, I'm just thinking about, I'm saying, like, I'll join by you as always, and this would normally be uh, Matt and Tom's would, yeah. gig. So, some of our most, uh, more attentive, more of our attentive listeners might have noticed that. Tom's on holiday, and Matt was going to, we were going to do one, me, Steve, and Matt, but Matt can't do it because he's doing work, so. So, we thought, which optimistic, positive <laughs> sort of guy can we get on to to keep everyone's spirits raised. And uh, Jimmy was the one we went for in the end after um, looking at a short list of one in that regard. Yeah. Good to have you with okay. us, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, nice to be back. Nice to be back on with you two. Uh, been a while since I've done one. Yeah. Um, one of the, uh, the dark pods, as Martin Tom likes to say. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm good, good, to be, good to be back. Good. Good to have you here. Right, well, we've got lots to discuss. Then, obviously, we've had a couple of games um, and we have a game against Cambridge on Saturday. So we're going to brush over the uh, Good Friday game. I think that seems like a lifetime ago now. And we did do a... There is a reaction pod out for that. Matt and Mick did uh, a reaction pod. So you can go back and listen to that if you... uh, if you are, have the inclination to go back and see what the opinions of, of that was, I mean, we'll just quickly brush over it. This score on eight thing is, is a good habit of getting into. I think everybody has an extra pint afterwards, I think. Um, it's a good place to be, isn't it, when, you, when, you, when you're leaving the ground and your mood's on a high. And it's a, as we said many times, it's a good trait to have as a team as well. It's unnecessary, yeah. though, isn't it? That's a th- it was it, like, it, it when was. you look at it. When you look at it, it was table. on Friday. Well, on well, oh, he, sorry, did you say it was necessary? Well, just gen- yeah, just necessary. Oh yeah, isn't it? oh I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you look at that Oxford, the Oxford game, the Shrewsbury game, and um, the uh, game before. I can't remember who it was. My broadhead scored the header. Um, yeah, it, it's. It, <laughs> you look at the league Gilligan. table now and think, yeah, without those goals. Our season's finished, you know. Like, really? I mean, that's it's quite amazing. Not, I, I don't subscribe to the idea that it's fortunate. By the way, because listen to a few like wasn't at all sport on the way back from the game, and we're talking a lot about luck, and it's like, well, not luck, not luck. Like, if it, it that's not how it works. Like, 
It just isn't luck. Especially not as, as regularly as well. Like I think maybe, you know, if it's as a one-off, you could say it was lucky, but successful teams, um, you know, throughout history of, you know, you can score late goals regularly to win games. I mean, Man United used to do it in the Premier League. We've done it under Roy Keane when we got promoted. We're going to have done it this year. We're doing it. It's, it's, People love to win Roy Keane's teams, yeah. didn't it? It's a habit to get into, and it's it's to do with you know, is sort of cheesy as it can sound, but keeping the intensity levels up, isn't it? It's it's you know keep going right till the end, playing to the whistle, and um, a lot of teams do switch off. I mean, we've seen it in the past where we've needed a goal, we've just sort of kind of moved it forwards aimlessly, um, hoping for the best. Whereas I think more recently we've we've kept trying the same avenues and you know keep trying different things as well and sticking to to a plan and not just panicking. And I think because if you look at the goals we've scored, they've not been from panic put panic to put sort of punks forward. They've been decent moves and good balls in and considered attacks even even right at the end. And I think you do get your rewards for that. Because obviously the pressure builds on the opposition. It certainly did against Oxford. Um, I thought because although they because they missed a couple of chances, then we just started to get back into it. You can almost see that the pressure and obviously against Shrewsbury, I mean we we shouldn't have needed the late goal really, no. you know, given the tuna look. But the fact that we 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 took that on the chin and we didn't just because I mean I you know some Sunderland teams that even earlier this season most likely would have probably just gone down to a two-all draw. But the fact that we dragged ourselves by hook or by hook, if you like, back into the into the lead right at the end is it's something to be commended. I mean, you can criticise the, the switching off validly as well for, to concede the two goals, but to get back into it in the way we did and, and, and score that late goal, like like you said, it, it's a habit. It's not an accident anymore. It's not luck. We it's, it's happened too often to be luck. We'd have to be the luckiest team in the world if it was just a, a lucky fluke every time we score. I just think, you know, you, you, not so much the Oxford match, but uh, you mentioned the Gillingham match there, Gareth, and, uh, and the Fleetwood match. Um, springs to mind and then the Shrewsbury match it feels like it's just karma eventually for yeah. us putting up with three years of these sides coming and time wasting so much yeah. that eventually we're starting to punish them for it because there'd be a strong argument to say if these teams hadn't came and time wasted then we wouldn't have you know we wouldn't have had the time to score but we, you know we'll never know that that's that, that's the Shrewsbury game on the Plymouth um, points a good result in this situation you don't want to lose to Plymouth Gareth do you? that that was the no. That was an overriding thing. They, these, these are, I was going to say no mugs, but they're better than that at home. Yeah, you know, I think, that, I think that, that status is harsh on them. I actually thought we'd probably, on the balance, if a team had won the game, I think we were probably the, the team that deserved it. it. Yeah, yeah, just, it. yeah, probably 55 45, I would say. Like, you know, just I thought just because second half, I think they lost the way. A bit. I, I, I thought like we they settled for the point. Yeah. Really, we did as well. You could see they were dropping back, weren't they? Yeah. I five minutes we into the second half. Yeah. yeah. Five minutes into the second half. Time as well. Like they were, yeah. they had, you know, even like the ball boys were taking ages to give our players the balls back and stuff like that. Yeah. Quite early on, I noticed. So yeah, I think they were set. They settled for it. I think they, it was pretty even in the first half. But yeah, second half they certainly sort of gave up and ghosted a bit quicker than we did. We just couldn't create the. I mean, we had the chance. Through Broadhead, did we? Um, where he's like kind of come down on goal from the left side, and the keeper saved it, and all nine's kind of spooned the, the rebound. Um, but we didn't, we didn't create any like anything. Like we're close, and both teams were close to creating good opportunities, but just made that final ball. I mean. There's got to be an element of mental fatigue in both sides, I think, as well. You know, where you, 
not not only physical but that mental stress of that game and um you know that that nervous tension maybe played a part in you know certain players not executing yeah, well, there was no, that but... ball, wasn't there, in the first half from the right over the top for Stewart. I think it was there with Embleton who played it, and it, and it was yeah. really, really, really good ball and sort of broke their offside trap, and Stewart just didn't bring it down. Um, yeah. And I was think he, Stewart... Yeah, he, he, he was unlucky. He did well there. He closed the space yeah. down, and you know, I think in a lot of occasions he, he, he would have got on the end of that because it just got him away from slightly, but I think the keeper was out really quickly to deal with that. Yeah, he read, he read it was it, good goalkeeping, yeah. I think it was more start. The keeper's starting position was really good, wasn't he? He got his distances spot on and just closed that space out before. I mean, it wasn't a terrible touch from Stewart. He was on the stretch and he yeah. he got if he got it, you know, another half a yard, and he's probably going to get a shot in. Um, so yeah, it was. I mean, I thought I thought Plymouth were actually quite impressive in in many respects and. You know, the really well organised. I thought they were. I thought they were the best team we've played this season. Um, on on that in on that evidence. Um, and it, it was not so much about the fact that they came flying out at us and tried to attack us because they didn't, but more in terms of that defensive organisation. Um, you know, they were this, they were seen very, very well drilled. Um, yeah. So I, I think four points. Across the across the two games, um, you can't. I mean, you, you you may well have taken that before. I guess the only frustrating element is when you look at the league table now and go, "Had we beaten Plymouth, you, the automatics was, would have still been mm. a, had a chance." I mean, there would I, have been know, with a game, we, we with a game know, in hand. We all know the period of time. We have to blame for that, really. I yeah. think you know. Yeah, it's not Monday. It's it's no, it's, it's that it's the Bolton infamous fortnight, the yeah. Bolton <laughs> to Wimbledon spell, um, where we yeah. picked up one point from from twelve yeah. against yeah. teams. Yeah, against teams yeah. who are well, so frustrating. So two of them, two of the teams, are going to get relegated probably. Yeah. Um. So frustrating. Oh God, let's try not like dwell on that too much. But uh, you know, I think it's it's encouraging. I tell we used to um if you remember when Poet was was manager, because I remember I put this to him once when he'd he'd actually improved us straight away, but we were so far, you know, marooned at the bottom when he came and we would uh, would say like no, this is the league table since he come in. Mm. Um and it always looked a lot healthier than than our position suggested. And he was like, Well, I can't use that one after use a proper Premier League table. <laughs> but I think the point I'm trying to make here is actually, you know, since Alex Nail's come in, even after the first couple of games where I took him to get in 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 the zone, we just need to focus on that. And that's what that's the message he's trying to say, isn't it? I can't, you know, it's so tight up there now. All we can do is Keep doing what we're doing, and we, yeah. we 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 will finish in the playoffs if we continue the form we're on. That's that's the big thing, isn't it? And you just you do get the impression he's, he's he'll have his players on board with that. Um, Absolutely. I mean, the last ten games um, we are joint. Well, sorry, um, we we just 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 shy of being top of the form table. The last ten games that includes all of his bar 
the first two, I think, so the last the last home to MK Dons in the Wimbledon game. Who's top Sheffield, uh, yeah, yeah, currently top. But, yeah. um, That's the issue, isn't it? <laughs> but what, interestingly, none of the none of the teams at the top of the league are, are really that close to being top of that. To be fair, I mean, no. none of them want to win. It, it just it? it just shows that, like, and that's on you know on the one hand it's frustrating, but realistically, the, the run we're on, we we would deserve to be more secure than, than we are. I think the fact that there's us, us and Sheffield are both basically on a run that. You couldn't describe it as, as anything more than like we literally. There's not much more we could physically do, and they're basically doing the same, um, albeit slightly better. Obviously, they got the win at MK, where we got the draw at Plymouth. But yeah, I think it's um, from Neil's perspective, like you've said, we've just got to keep doing what we're doing. Um, but it's in any other season, I think that we would be comfortable with the amount of points we've got as well. well it's we very, very, yeah. very, we've very looked at that, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we've looked at. I think it's scored so twelve tight. years or something. I can't think of it, because even Wickham is still on a good run of form. You know, they're refusing to give up the ghost and Plymouth just Oxford yeah. have arguably given themselves a, a chance oh, by yeah, beating MK Duns. I mean, they, they would need obviously win both games and, and a couple of results go their way. That's how they did it last season, if memory serves, right? The they won the last few games and yeah. sneaked in on the last day, didn't they? So they've got a tough one. I mean, it's very much moving day, isn't it, on Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Um you look at the the, the fixtures, MK Dons have got Morgan, but aside from that, um, I think every one of the top six pretty much plays each other apart from us and MK Dons. Um, yeah, well, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wickham's the biggest, yeah, because yeah. in, terms, in terms of what affects us, but I think, yeah, um, yeah the Rotherham are playing Oxford, aren't they? Oxford, Oxford yeah, and then Oxford. yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and <laughs> it's just one of them where it's, it's Wigan what, Plymouth, I, I think it is as well, yeah, I sort of. Notice one thing that us and Wednesday have over the rest is we we have the extra game on Tuesday as well. Um, so I think if we can get a good result on Saturday, um, we we have we have because obviously after Saturday Plymouth, um, MK Dons, and Wickham will only have one game left. Um, whereas we us and Wednesday will have two, so we should we should make the most of and, that. Yeah, and and you know after after lots and lots of debates about how useful games in hand are and how you'd rather have the points on the board at this stage of the season, yeah. that's when you actually say you know that extra game is gold. Yeah, when it's this way. close, yeah. when there's like ten games left and yeah, some people have eleven, it's not it, as much. Whereas and, now it, it could be massive. That and I think you know let's not you know we'll. we'll We'll get on the Cambridge thing in, in a minute, but looking elsewhere, um, and this is not taking Cambridge for granted, we will discuss that. Um, but Sheffield Wednesday are doing so well that surely now we need to just not focus on catching them and we want them to be Wigan because that is yeah. going to be the best thing to take, almost take Wigan out of the equation because if we win Saturday... And Sheffield Wednesday big week, and we only need one point from the remaining two games. Basically, to, well, to, to, to get it, it depend on what Oxford do. Yeah, to, to get to you know potentially two two points would do it, wouldn't it? Because Oxford, yeah. if we got one point from the remaining two, and Oxford won both theirs, it would go down a goal difference, which we yeah. wouldn't want. Um, you know, so two points. Just let let's let's not just discount Oxford. Yeah. So, so I mean, if, if Wigan if, lose and we win, two points is going to be enough from the final two. If Wigan, if Wigan win, two draws are a win. If we can win and we win, Plymouth will be going panicking yeah. because they'll 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 drop below Both all of us pretty much. Yeah. It depends and what they do, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, if they if they don't, they've got Wigan. So, and then they've got MK Dons in the last game of the season. 
That they, could be these a big are, one, that. These are two teams out of... One. Wigan and MG Dons a couple of weeks ago, you would have gone, oh, that's, that's tricky. <laughs> yeah. And the minute they're doing their best to throw the whole thing away, all three teams at the top. Yeah. I mean, like, I you know, gonna, when, when we were in the mix, the blood... They kept winning, didn't they? Those three, when we were in the mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when we are out of it, it's like, oh, all right, we're just going to lose for a laugh now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we got to just... Rotherham, just got... like, one step forward, one step back. Like, they beat Ipswich on Saturday, and then they lost... To who was it the last two? Uh, someone, um, Burton, Burton, yeah, like 2 0 mm. to Burton on Tuesday. I mean, it's they could have been level with Wigan pretty much. Well, not quite, but they would have been only, only a couple of points behind Wigan. Do you know what the, 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 the pattern here is? Don't win, <laughs> don't win that cup, don't go and win that yeah. bloody pizza cup because it happened at Portsmouth. This they, they beat yeah. us in the final and then their form went off the cup. I mean, I was did as well. Oh. Um, but then we won it last year. And then, as we said, we we were looking decent in Easter last year, in with a yeah. chance. And then our our results and form just just disappeared. And then it's happening at Rotherham. So, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Um, right, we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk about the, the game specifically and just have a little bit more, of com- more conversation about... How we think we're going to do in these three games? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to the Wiseman's Here podcast. Right, as much as I am saying that... Um, I enjoyed this late drama <laughs> in terms of like, you know, you don't enjoy when you get nervous in the last five minutes and, and you're level, but you enjoy the immediate aftermath. Uh, we don't want that to be the case on Saturday. The way you can't be, we can't be done with this. Um, Cambridge, uh, I've seen them in Newcastle earlier this season. They were really good value for the win that day. They didn't just turn up and, you know, grab a goal and it was back, back to the wall stuff. The keeper did make a couple of good saves later on, but, they were good value for the win, knock the ball about. And I know they've got a bit of a, a reputation as a bit of a direct sort of physical team, haven't they? But um, knock the ball about that day. And I thought the game down there early this season could have went either way. It was a bit of a 50-50 game. We come out on the right side of it. And of course, they went to, um, was it Wigan the other week? And Yeah, 2-0 on, two nil nil on, on Saturday as well. Firstly, this is not... game, they didn't just defend either. Yeah. The, um, fir- so this is yeah. firstly just... I know we're saying, you know, if results go away, we only need this and, and, and need that. There's, there's, there's a job to do on Saturday, isn't there? Firstly, because the, the, these, these are no mugs at all. Oh well, it's none of the now. It's like when you kind of read into games, or the pre, like all the pressures off because they're safe and all this kind of thing, or all the pressures on because you're trying to get promoted. You know that. I think it's just a case of whoever you're playing generally at this stage of the season, just you know, forget about form too much and understand that it's going to be nervy regardless. Um, expect that, and then if it isn't like that, then you know, take that as a bonus. 
because there's pressure there's pressure on the games and it doesn't matter who you're playing um you know sometimes it's so, so sometimes it's just you know you, you've got to just control your control your emotions and and do things correctly and i think fortunately for us with alex neil i think he's been instilling that sort of attitude in the team so hopefully that comes to pass like i mean like like james was saying about the um, you know the way we've scored the goals towards the end it hasn't been a case of just lumping us forward you know we've we haven't panicked we've tried to work the opportunities we've kept the ball um and you know kept our cool um you know and if we've been slinging it forward the likelihood is we wouldn't have got those goals but because we've stuck to our guns and and so, oh, I know some people in the stadium sometimes get a bit frustrated when it looks like we're trying to walk it in or whatever. You've got to try and you're better off pulling on the ball for an extra 10 seconds, 20 seconds and creating a better opportunity than giving the ball back. Um, as soon as like the keeper especially gets the ball, that's they can waste the best part of exactly. a minute. Like, exactly. like when, they, when they, they'll catch it, fall on the floor, get back up, walk around a bit, take a goal kick probably out of play. And then, yeah, exactly. so giving the ball away is the worst thing to do. Exactly. Um, you know, and, you look at you know some. I know some people were annoyed about the Evans substitution against Shrewsbury, but got spot in the game because that's what we needed at the time. It's not all about bringing loads of forwards on and appearing to be attacking. It's about giving yourself the best opportunity to retain control of the game and then take the opportunities when when they come along. And we've got we have got the quality in the forward areas. Clark had a really good game, I thought, on Monday, and then a really bad game on sorry, a really good game on Friday and a bad game on yeah. Monday. Um. So you never know what you're going to get with him at times. I know that, and but you know, I, I do feel as though if we control games, the quality that we have eight times out of ten will will get us over the line. I think that control thing you mentioned there, and you've just said it, Evans is is. I think we've discovered how important he is to it now. I think people are starting to appreciate, and you know, and you know, people are rightly criticised if if they're not playing well. And maybe it was the previous manager; it just didn't suit him at all. Um, but I think you know, just go back what you said there about you know the the, the morning about when he come on again through has been a change of the game. I think what could have happened now was if you remember when we played Lincoln at home, and we were starting to get back into the game then, and then we got caught again. And just mm. he just prevented that because there was nothing to say at that time. Shrewsbury couldn't have they could have gone up and and scored mm. the third when it when it was a two two. That game was like finely balanced in a way. Um, so I think, ah, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think he sees him. Um, he was good as a key Monday, player now. Yeah, and 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 I, and, I, and I just think he's he's going to be not cautious, but he's going to be aware now. There's only three games left. There's really really little room little room for mistake. And not much wiggle room at all, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him start the three games now to just make sure we do have that solidity in the uh, mm-hmm. in the middle of the park. But you, you mentioned there, Gareth, about Clark's in and out performance, in and out form, which is sort of typifies him since he's been here. I think. Um, what, what, what do we think he's gonna he's gonna go for on Saturday? Because he, he I'd, I'd possibly give give Roberts a go. I mean, the, the thing is, with, with wingers at this level especially, they are going to be inconsistent. I mean, Clark has got that. He's also young, isn't he? He's not got a lot of experience. And not to get on the whole recruitment thing again, but just to take it as it is now, he on his day, he, he's, he's patently good enough and patently one of the best wingers in, in the league. But but when he plays like he did on, on Monday, he really doesn't add anything at all. And 
I wouldn't be surprised to maybe give Roberts a go because Roberts hasn't started, has he? Um, for a few games now, I yeah. don't think so. I think Oxford, Oxford was his last start. Yeah, maybe it's his turn to to start. Um, get Clark. Go he'd have to bench. change his shape. He'd have to change his shape yeah. if he starts. If he starts, I think. I think obviously sees something in Clark. You yeah. know they've got access to all the information. Mm-hmm. Maybe that we don't maybe appreciate. Um, Clark sort of takes the ball. He, he's good. He's good at carrying the ball. He's, he's yeah. good at getting you up, get, getting you up the Catch pitch. Up the pitch yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not something you can uh, uh, undervalue. That it's. It's you know some of the players might look tidy on the ball, but you don't get anywhere with it. They don't move it quickly enough because they're not. They don't have that experience and. That's something you do get from him. A couple of, even though yes, I, I agree, he was quite poor on on Monday. But there was a couple of occasions where he, he just received, back well as well. well he was, I just think he was. There was a couple of occasions where he received it from deep, and then he played a little one two, and then suddenly he was well advanced into their half. Yeah. And, and not every player can do that. So, and he's, I think obviously the shape's quite interesting. I mean, it's quite incredible. Really, we've got conceded what eight goals in twelve games. I think it is and. We've got for the vast majority, we've had a left back and a centre midfielder come right back playing in the three centre backs with, you know, right in there. For the vast majority of those games, that's how we've set up. Um, and that just goes to show that sometimes maybe it's about more than, you know, what you see. Um, sort of like at face value, um, there's all, you know, there's, there's things going on there that make a difference. and um, you know, Clark has been a part of that team for the vast majority of the time. He's probably been the most regular, regularly started player of the of the newer him players since Neil came in. Him and um, Matete, probably. Well. I, know, I just made the new. I just yeah, made the players yeah. from January. But I mean, I, yeah. to say what Sergan. I just wanted to say how much better he's, he's got. He's, he's, like, he like, looks like yeah, a different player, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's fair play to him because seeing as a point where he just needed looked like he needed a rest. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a Wigan game. He looked. He just went up a level in that game, and since then, mm-hmm. he's. I, he was being one of our most consistent players. I would say on Monday, he was even bringing the ball out. Yeah. There was a couple of times he'd yeah. bring it out, player one two, and he had that one where he, he did it against. I mean, he, his shot, don't forget, was the one that the, the, yeah. the Shrewsbury keeper saved for Broadhead's goal on Friday, and then or he had a similar effort on Monday where he sort of, yeah. he, you know, he, he appeared sort of at the edge of the box, but because yeah. he's got the pace to get back as well. And he and he is good in the air. Also, I've noticed he, he wins quite yeah. a few headers for someone who's not necessarily, you know, he doesn't stand out physically particularly, but he's obviously you know adept at using his body and what have you. So, although it's unorthodox to have him there, it does kind of work, especially <clears throat> next to next to the experience of right in Winchester as well. I think that obviously helps him quite a bit. He has a bit um, of nastiness about him, doesn't he? He's yeah. he's he, like he looks like you could look at him and think, oh, he's a bit soft, but. Yeah, he, he, he does. He doesn't mind uh, sticking his head in. He doesn't. No, he, you know, he he's puts in quite, some crunching yeah. tackles as well, doesn't he? You know, he doesn't mind 50-50s. Uh, doesn't mind mixing it up. Doesn't mind the the old take one for the team yellow card on the halfway line. Oh yeah, he, 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 did, he did that. He did that to perfection on Monday, didn't he? Yeah. I think because they were breaking, weren't they? And yeah. he just sort of it was it was the type of thing that you know um, they always said they don't like to see it, but really sometimes you just got to do yeah. it. You got to do it, and he does that. <laughs> and I think you know. Yeah, he he's had a he had a bit of a wobble in the middle of the season. He got he, he he sort of started a bit slowly, then he got was in good form. He got a concussion, didn't he? And then he was yeah. out for a bit. Um, and then he had that bad spell um, yeah. after he came back from his. Was it? Was it, did he have like a hernia? He had a hernia. Yeah. yeah, 
around so, Christmas. Yeah. Like so once he came back from that, he just looked rough. But he's a big demands on him to you know play so regularly and be asked to play a couple of different positions. And I think he's come through like tests. In his first season yeah. as well. I mean, he's not even yeah. been on loan from Spurs no. before, has he? This is literally the first first team football yeah. he's played this season. So. I think we've seen as well where other other players in the squad in a similar coming from a similar place to him have not managed to sort of sort of get over that speed bump he he has. Um, you know, I'm talking about people like Doyle. Mm-hmm. He was like just kind of disappeared after starting so brightly. Um, he never he never quite recovered from his slump, but again, a lot of demands, a lot of demands put on these these young players. And you know, the, I think for the main part, when you look at the season, they call like a day. You'd probably say that they've kind of they've done the best to stand up to that challenge. Um, yeah, whether or not I agree. it ends in. In success, which would be promotion, is is another thing. Mm, right. I tell you what, then let let's let's finish on saying what we what what's our gut instinct telling us about point totals from these final three games about where Sunderland are going to end up and who with. Um, I, I wouldn't at all be surprised if we drew the game tomorrow and sent everybody into a meltdown, <laughs> and then won the the two after that. I, I, I've got a feeling we're going to get five points from three games. I just don't think people seem to be under the pressure now. It's going to be seven points and nine points. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not convinced. I just don't think football's that straightforward. I think it's going to be five points, and I think that will be enough. Just is my gut instinct. I just got a feeling there's a wobble in the road yet. Yeah. Um, I fancy us to get seven. Do yeah. No bumps in the road. Well, there's not much road left to walk. Exactly, is there? exactly. And we've been. Going I well. think seven as well. Yeah. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I think they're capable of doing it. I think they're capable of doing it. I wouldn't be surprised if they've got nine points, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they've got one point. <laughs> I, I think. I think in a way, Saturday's game will be a mark. I think if we win on Saturday, I think that momentum will carry us to seven or nine. I think yeah. if we draw on Saturday, it could well be five. I, I think I do think we've we'll def, we'll definitely got enough to do enough. Um, I just think that Saturday is because it's the because it's the day where if we don't win, we could be under big pressure playing Rotherham on Tuesday well, based on is, what the league is, the table could what look I think will happen pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> I think Tuesday on, is going to end up being huge. <laughs> yeah, um, but having said that, if, if it's the sort of the new the sort of newfound as we've been talking newfound control and professionalism is making me think that um big game as it is um and i totally get why you why you think we might not win it i think i do think we have got what it takes to do it and then if we do i think we'll draw um we'll probably draw with rotherham and beat morgan having said that morgan are actually doing quite well at the minute and may suddenly points on the last day um i think Although they may be safe, I'm not 100 percent sure. But is that Morgan? Um, the the yeah. thing is, well, Fleet would have got a game in hand, but their game in hand is against Sheffield Wednesday when we play the night we play Rotherham. Fleetwood, yeah, it so, is. Yeah, um, they'll, you know, it's going to be tough. But I think, um, I think Rotherham's last two, sorry, Morton's last two were us and well, us and MK Duns, so it's yeah. not. not not an easy couple of fixtures, but it's whether or not the teams... But it would be nice if Morgan were out of it. But again, at the same time, you don't know, do you? Maybe the pressure of having to get a result would be too much. Yeah, they're only three points away from it. 
Yeah, and and, and Fleetwood have got that game. Yeah, they do. Well. they do have Gillingham in between Fleetwood and Markham as well. Do they? Yeah. So there's there's a there's a few of them still in the mix. Wimbledon, Fleetwood, Gillingham, and Markham. Although Wimb- uh, Wimbledon are possibly well, left. Yeah, I think they're done, aren't they? Really, Wimbledon. not done, but they they would goal need, difference. I think really. We'll they would need them, to um, they would need to win both games. Yeah. Just to get level with Markham. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, the, the goal they could make the goal difference up. So they're looking like they're, they're struggling. It's going to be between Fleetwood, Gillingham, and Markham. So we'll have to see. We've, we've, uh, that'll be interesting, won't it? We remember. It'd be we funny if um, Gillingham did get relegated after Tom's uh, sort of saying that basically Gillingham are like the epitome of League One, and then if they yeah. get relegated <laughs> to League Two, he'll have to like he'll have to come up with a. Have to release contender. a statement. Yeah, new contender. <laughs> You're looking at the table. Cambridge are exactly in the middle of it now, going into this game. Oh. I think, aren't they? They're exactly halfway. So oh, maybe they'll be the new, new Gillian. <laughs> right. Well, um, good instinct all around. Well, I, yeah, I don't even need to answer them because if you if you both say we're going to get seven points, that will be enough for it. You would have thought. Um, to get in the playoffs, and I just think this twist—you know—it's such a cliche, the twist and turns thing. But there's just so many teams in amongst it now. It's looking entirely different after every game, and I just wouldn't be surprised if we sat here, um, or the lads who do the reaction are sat there saying how different everything looks, and then it changes <laughs> again on Tuesday with whatever yeah. happens there. Well, so. I mean, well, I think just just in the way the fixtures are at the weekend, it it's gonna it's gonna paint. It's going to tell us a lot, I think, about how it's going to end. I mean, if Sheffield Wednesday beat Wickham and we win our game, I think, I think I'd be pretty much comfortable with the idea we're probably going to get into the playoffs. If they don't, I mean, if we win and, and if Wickham win, it, it's it's going to be an insane yeah. kit and, and, yeah. and we don't, it's going to be like exactly that's what I'm saying. It, it, it not good at all. It wouldn't look good at all, but it would still be rectifiable because of that yeah. game in hand, which is the, that, yeah. that's the that's the thing. It's the it, it is it's the golden nugget of that game in hand. Yeah. And you know, let's just see where we are for weekend because I've I, I can't remember uh, a race for an end goal Sunderland have been involved with like this, so where there's been so many teams involved <laughs> with so few games um, left to play that. Um, all you can do is try and embrace hey. it and, and, and enjoy it and just automatic, make automatic not push through, the <laughs> push not, through the ringer. Don't push through the ringer. Win all three games and results go your way, go up automatically. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah imagine. <laughs> oh, oh. That would be absolutely hilarious. It would, but all sort of. Like, I mean, it'd be amazing. And it, I would say there's like a 1% chance of it happening. Well, <laughs> there's probably a better chance. There's probably like a 5%, 10% chance of that does that come to fruition. But. Some party in Morecambe. I mean, that's it. Saturday I mean, if you look, if that happened, <laughs> if we if we went on Saturday and say like MK Dons and Rotherham lost, you'd and you'd be going, hmm, hmm. like it's not out of the question if you play in Rotherham. Chef Can you imagine that though? You went, you went, and imagined MK Dons Rotherham lost, and we won, and then we go yeah. on that Rotherham game knowing that. If, beat if we the beat table. them, would we go and it would be going all going into that final day on like 83, 83 points, pretty much. <sighs> so it's not. It's not it's I'm, just, I'm not saying it's likely. No, but it, I know, it could know, happen. I, I mean, it's just happen. so. It's just you know. Like, as I say, incredible. let's see what happens Saturday because there's so many different 
scenarios we could end up with after one game. It's mad. I can't ever remember this happening where it could be so negative, so positive. They could be out of it. They could be out of it. They could be back in it. It's just, let's just see what happens. Don't put us yeah. through the ring. Win your game. Win your As game. always. Win your game yeah. and worry about and preferably not with a last yeah. minute winner, but we will take that if that's what it takes. <laughs> oh, God. Right. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.